0: It's time for Hobby Addicts. And now, here are your anime addicts.
1: Hey everybody,
2: welcome to Hobby Addicts episode 233. I am your host, Mitsugi, and I am joined by Mandy and Mason. Mandy, how are you today?
1: Hi, hey. hey guys, I'm doing all right. I'm, uh... I'm excited to be here. I'm a little tired, though. I I didn't sleep very well last night, so I'm like, hmm, I'm ready for a nap.
2: (laughs) And we also have Mason, who will eat a lot of food and then take a nap.
0: I actually did that very thing today. I I went on like a five-mile run, came back home, just crushed a too big lunch, and now I'm definitely aching for a nap. But nonetheless, my uh, excitement to be here will trump that, unless uh, you catch me snoozing.
2: All right. Well, welcome everybody into Hobby Addicts. We're glad to have you. Thanks for contributing to the podcast. The fact that you love us enough to hear us even more and give us money is just a little too much to, you know. Oh, so.
1: It's pretty amazing actually. I'm so moved.
2: <laughs> but anyway, I mu-
1: I mess stuff up all the time and I just sound like an idiot. I'm like, "I I just I, the fact that people listen to me just is so just crazy to me. <laughs> But I appreciate it, and I love you all.
2: I've been feeling like that and trying to figure out the answer to one question, simply why, for over <laughs> 10 years now, and I still don't know why, but just kidding. Guys, we have an awesome episode for you today. We we have a lot to go through. I binged a whole season of the show Evil off of Netflix, so I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. that, and I think, Mandy, you need to watch Evil, I think. Um, we, we, oh, cool. We'll get into that. Mandy okay. played Dragon Quest Eleven, which has me very hyped because I am... A huge fan of Dragon Quest. Unbelievable. And Mandy also watched most of the rest of Haunting of Hill House, so I'm sure she'll fill you in there. And Mason has a demo of Kingdom Hearts' Melody of Memory. So we have so much to get into, and I'm going to kick it off here and start with this show, Evil, because we gave up on Blind Manor. It was just too boring. And um, started picking up this show called Evil. And Evil is a crime drama, um, much like... Bones or CSI Miami or one of those like you know shows where they're like investigating a crime except in this show the main character is this psychologist whose name is um what the hell is her name? Kaylin or something like that and she is basically brought in to do investigations with the Catholic Church and there is there're like a couple other guys that work with them like there's a guy who's training to be a priest and this guy who's like a skeptic but he's really good at technical stuff and they investigate crimes and paranormal sort of uh, phenomenon that m- usually end up all- always having an-, an explanation at the end that make them not paranormal. But there's been some wild fucking shit in this show that makes it a whole lot more horror than Blind Manor was. Um, we- we've had demons showing up in dreams and like cutting people's fingers off while they're sleeping. Um, like, uh, a woman gave birth to a demon, like, there's been, a, there's been two or three really intense, like, exorcism scenes, just, like, a lot of really good stuff, and then on top of it all, there's, like, you know, sort of the crime drama, like, true crime type thing going on, because there's murders, and there's psychopaths, and and on top of it all, there's, like, these people that is, that associate with uh, various like demons from hell, and so they like they'll leave like their brand on areas where they've committed crimes, and you'll be like, Oh, well, this guy's you know, associates with this demon, so it's really good. Um, I think there's more than one season on Netflix, I'm not 100% sure, but I think we're on like episode 12, and um, they run maybe I don't know, 45 minutes of pop, so they're like pretty long, but it's really fucking good. <laughs> I mean, we binge, we watched it for like five hours yesterday, which is not typical for me um so and Amanda, i think you would love this show like i think it's totally right up your alley
1: it sounds like it would be something that i like so i'm I'm
0: assuming the episodes are episodic they're not like you said like csi or are they 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 tie together
2: they are and they're not like like there'll be like a a crime they're investigating and like it'll wrap up and then but like other aspects of other things that happen in that episode We'll carry on. So like there's stuff that's happened that happened in like episode one that you read that we're still sort of being fed like, you know, seven, eight episodes later. And then there's oh, stuff cool. that like, and then there's stuff that wraps up all in one episode. So, I mean, it's a, it's almost like a true crime show cross with like how with like just what you want for Halloween, you know, I don't know how else <laughs> to put it. I mean, it's, I thought uh, you were
0: about to say cross with how I met your demon.
2: <laughs> what is <laughs> that?
0: Just a dumb how joke I on how I met your joke? mother,
2: <laughs> oh right sorry that that <laughs> sorry mason that 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 one no, nah, it was bad. too
0: big of a stretch. I can't all be zingers, don't worry,
2: listen, so uh evil came out in two thousand nineteen and it's got two seasons so and uh boy the the rating on i m d b is not as high as I would have thought, but you know fuck i m d b and uh it's worth checking out, you know, I think that it's it reveals itself to be what it is pretty pretty quickly. So if you watch two episodes of it, you're not feeling it. Put it down. You know, it may it may not be for you, but um, definitely a good pick for Halloween season. There's enough like violence and, and like demons and shit in it that'll kind of give you the horror. There there have been a couple like like actual horror type scenes in it. So like it's it's spanning genre genres. So yeah, it's described as crime drama and horror. So, it's pretty unique, and, and we're enjoying it a lot. So, we're worth checking out to everybody who's looking for something to watch for Halloween. That's about it. You guys have any questions?
1: That sounds interesting. Um, we have one more episode of Haunting of Hill House. I watched it with my mom because I've been watching it with my mom. That's why it's taking so long. Yeah. Because I only really see her on Saturdays. Right. And uh, we have one more episode to go. And we were going to try to watch it last night, but I was like, oh, God, it's already like 12 o'clock. I can't stay for an hour and a half. <laughs> so, uh, but, so we're going to save it for uh, this Saturday or next Saturday. So on Halloween. So maybe we could watch that and then maybe we could try out some evil because that sounds like something both of us would like.
2: Yeah, I think you would. How did you feel about the scene in, in hill house when they're driving in the car and the woman just fucking screams <laughs> i about pissed my i about pissed Look, my pants when that happened
1: this scared the shit out of my mom she jumped so high and i don't like It even made me jump a little bit because normally in horror series that rely on jump scares, it becomes very predictable. You're, you can see it coming. You're like, okay, I get it. They're, the dead person's about to come back to life right now and grab somebody, or someone's going to open a door. Something's going to happen. It's so predictable that it never gets me. But this one, the way it was done was so, like, this was an actual jump scare that was actually really well done. Because it was very unpredictable. I had no, like, clue that this was about to happen. And uh because it was, like, right in the middle of a... Like a, a, an already tense conversation, so people were already like screaming at each other. So when this happened, it was a shock. <laughs> but it was cool though. But it scared the shit out of my mom. I was Man. like, ha ha ha. It, that was funny. It fuck it fucked me
2: up bad. Like that was like a like a food fell out of my mouth type shock. I was like, holy shit! What the fuck just
1: happened? That scared the shit out of my mom. She's like, oh. It
2: scared the shit <laughs> it scared the shit out of the people in the shit in the TV show too. Oh,
0: That's the man. best yeah. remedy for being scared was is if the people you're watching with are more scared than you, then you can take like solace and humor in the fact that they got more spooked
2: Yeah. (laughs) So, has it become more of the horror show you were hoping for at this point? You're almost done. Yes,
1: it has definitely ramped up. The the beginning, like the first four episodes, it was more of a drama, and there were a couple, like I guess, spooky moments in it, but nothing that, like, both my mom and I were like, "This is not scary at all." But we're kind of into the drama of it. But um, it is definitely ramping up as it goes on because of the uh, Hill House itself is just um very persistent on grabbing these these uh this family that used to live there and trying to drag them back in and i guess consume them yeah so uh it is definitely ramping up and uh that that was one of the moments that we were both like that got us but the rest of it i mean it's pretty predictable when creepy stuff's going to happen but it's still pretty cool though um we yeah, I think I think we're enjoying it a lot more now because I think what's really cool is that a lot of the questions we had at the beginning are—it's like it's coming back around to all of them, and it was very confusing at the beginning because it's like jumping around time, kids to adults to like in the middle, like when um, I don't know, like right before, like right when someone's getting married, and uh, it was it was it jumps around a lot, and it can be really hard to keep track of. Except now that we're so like we're much farther into the series, it's. Wrapping stuff up that really nicely, and uh, a lot of the questions that we had before, and I are getting answers, and uh, I. There are some things that I was not expecting that I thought was really cool. Like the I don't want to spoil anything. People who want to watch it, but like the mystery of the bent neck lady was really cool. Oh right, yeah. Straight out of Fatal Frame. Fucking yeah,
2: so, <laughs> like, so fucking. Creepy.
1: You are straight out of Fatal Frame. <laughs> like, to, someone in the writing department has to be a fan, a fan of Fatal Frame because I was like, you're exactly like that ghost. Yeah, the but, one,
2: the, the one, like the one, like recurring, like uh, boss or mini boss sort of. Is that, is that who you're referring to?
1: yeah there is a the um woman. i think it was actually in fatal frame 2 i believe there's i think it's actually even called the Betneck lady i can't remember i gotta look it up again but um I'll look it, up. it was funny because when we first saw her like the actual ghost i turned turn my mom i'm like how much you want to bet and this is no spoilers i'm not gonna tell, tell you anything about who it is i was like how much you want to bet that the ah. that the ghost was hung and my mom's like how do you suppose that And i was like how much you would have bet?
2: Broken. <laughs> and then bro- it happened. Broken neck woman is a Japanese kubi kubi oreta ona, or broken neck woman is a hostile female spirit of Fatal Frame Two: Crimson yeah. Butterfly, which is yeah. a fucking creepy ass game. <laughs> so. Oh creepy. yeah,
1: I Fatal Frame's still one of my favorite franchises. I love that series, and it, I thought it
2: was so interesting. Where is it gone? Like we, I want another Fatal Frame game. I mean, there was one time. on the
1: Wii U. That's why a lot of people didn't know it came out. Um, the Dark Water series uh, that came out on Wii U and I've played it. It was actually pretty good but they really fucked it up because I think the studio that picked it up think doesn't think that it's going to do well over here in the West. And I don't know why they got that idea. I'm guessing just because it's a... Um, I don't know. I guess maybe they just didn't think anybody over here in the West would be interested in it because it's so, it's it's so um, it relies so much on Japanese folklore. So they had no faith on um, bringing it over here but enough fans were so insistent on getting the black, I think it's either Dark Water or Black Water, I can't remember, um, the one on the Wii U over here. So they decided to test something out where they put it, it's digital only. You can only download it digitally and you can download it in chapters. But the problem that they had is that the Wii U system was not large enough for the game. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> which is a really big fucking problem. You had to have a very specific Wii U with a larger hard drive to even play the game. Right. So they really fucked it yeah, up, that's and I don't. Up. I have no idea if we'll see another one. Um, there was another one on the Wii, which I did play also, but it never came out over in the West. And but. Um, fans of the series made a patch that you can download and put on an SD card and put into your Wii so it will be able to play it and actually translate the entire game for you. Well, so I have that one as well.
2: Hop to it people. I want to see I want to see a Fatal frame on like PS5 like this, like let's make it Wouldn't happen. It
1: be amazing. It would be. But I think i think the reason why um i got a wii u specifically just for that game because it was really cool because the wii u controller like it's the only game that i played on the wii u that actually utilized the controller in the way it was meant to be used because you held it up like a camera and that was so cool and they need to do something like that but i don't i think the switch would be perfect for it if you're walking around with the switch and you have to hold the switch up as like a um like a camera that would be really like an, cool, like but an,
2: like an AR or something.
1: Yeah, of. and they did have an AR one that was on the uh, 3DS, and I played that one, but it was really difficult to play because the 3DS camera was not good for that. It's it was really finicky. <laughs> it was hard to play, but um, uh, yeah, I don't. I think the only problem with doing it on the Switch though is that they would have to figure out a way to still make it playable on docked mode. Which will be just like not as immersive. I think they just have to go right back to a regular old Fatal Frame like PS2 style.
2: All right, well, but I don't know.
1: I think they. I think it could do really well if they try to bring it back.
2: Man, you tell me about Dragon Quest because I'm, I'm fucking excited. <laughs> oh,
1: Enough about Haunting of House Hill but or you, Hill House. <laughs> well,
2: do you have any more final comments about that? Because I don't want to push you out of it early. No,
1: I'm just really excited to see the last episode because I think it was getting really interesting towards the end. Because now all of the questions I had at the very beginning of the series about, like, the mother and what happened are finally, get, I'm finally getting answers for them, and it's uh, interesting, and I'm curious well, to see like, how it resolves. <laughs> I,
2: th- I thought the last episode was the best one, so I think you'll Oh,
1: cool. I'm excited.
2: Alright, and now that that's been said
1: <laughs> Yeah, Dragon Quest, this is my first one, Dragon Quest Eleven. There you go It has some good music
2: Oh my god! If, if you go on, if you go on YouTube and type in like relaxing Dragon Quest music, it's like mind-boggling how well orchestrated. I will say are.
1: I'm not a fan of the battle music, since <laughs> it's uh, getting really repetitive.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, if, you, if, but, you, if, you're, if you're ever studying and you just want to have like something like relaxing, the relaxing like there's like three hours of relaxing Dragon Quest like OST on YouTube, and it is. I was like, holy shit, this is like fucking great! Like, why hasn't there been like mm-hmm. a traveling Dragon Quest concert? You know, the way everybody... All these other games have them, but... no,
1: oh, right. they haven't?
2: No, not, not, not that. Maybe in Japan. All right, tell me, Mandy.
1: Uh, Yeah, so this is my very first Dragon Quest game. I've never played one before, but I heard that it's also similar to, like, Final Fantasy, where you don't really have to play any of the other ones in the series. You can just pick any of them up. That's right. So, um, yeah, I picked up eleven, and I'm having a lot of fun with it so far. I will say that... Despite like me having a very long history with JRPGs, I, the JRPG style is still not my favorite. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know why. I think it's because I really, I really love turn based like tactical games and CRPGs. But when JRPGs, um, I don't know, there's something about just the, just not having as many things that you can do in your turn that just becomes really easy for me. And I kind of just blow through them and I'm like, I just want to get back to the story. but uh as far as like this like this the story though i uh i really love all the characters i've met so far and it's really funny like there's some really funny moments in there um I really like Eric a lot, and uh, like I haven't met anybody who's like obnoxious or really like cartoonishly evil or anything. Like they're all really good people so far, and I'm having a lot of fun traveling with them. But my character has the worst haircut, and I hate it. Oh <laughs>
2: yeah, he has like a, he has like the trunks haircut. Um, like I Grant hate Giller his trunks. hair. Yeah, yeah, he's not.
1: I... Yeah. <laughs> I also messed up when I turned it on because I thought it was asking me to name my save file and I didn't know it was going to be my character so I named my character Mandy and I'm like nope (laughs) I restarted and I should have named him hero I didn't even think about it at the time but instead I named him Ziggy so I'm Ziggy the the hero of the story
2: (laughs) I don't even remember what his name is if you don't name him uh, I just
1: aren't they always just hero?
2: Yeah, it's like or the luminary or hero or something like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: luminary is like who he is known as. Yeah. But um and I'm sure that's like Dragon Quest fans will know what all that stuff is. I don't yet. I just know it's like a very like typical story of like a big evil, and you gotta go out and defeat the evil. Yeah, it's not it's not uh... <laughs> Which is fine.
2: Did you get to Sylvando but... yet?
1: Yes, and I love him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's great, I love Eric and I love Silvando and uh um Veronica and oh, what's the other girl's name?
2: Oh, her um, sister
1: who's Veronica's sister
2: the 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 healer
1: yes, yeah,
2: oh, I don't remember, but she's really nice. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, no, they're all really nice. Veronica's a, kind of a brat sometimes, but uh, they're all great characters though, and I'm having a lot of fun traveling with them. Savando so is just so extra, and when I went to like the horse race, it was cracking me up because he put like these giant peacock feathers all over his horse, and I'm like, <laughs> crack of course it up. he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just like I have Savando with me but he's not like a permanent member of my team right now I'm still doing I'm still on the quest where you go out with the um the Sultan's son like the prince to slay the uh monster he's supposed to slay I can't remember his name it's like Sand Dweller or something like that
2: yeah I don't know it's it's can't it's been remember. so long since I've played the beginning of the game now that because I got it like right as it launched and so and mm-hmm. yeah I'm not going to be able to remember the finer points but but yeah it's how do you like the combat system? Because it's about as it's about as stripped down and, and basic as a combat system gets. But
1: that's what I was saying before. Is that I I'm not a huge fan a of fan. the combat so far. Maybe it's just because I don't have a wide variety of things of things I can do yet. Right now, it's like okay, I will either attack or use my best magic sp- spell, and that's it. <laughs> I'm like just trying to get through the combat as fast as possible so I can get back to like the story because I actually really like the cutscenes and. Uh, just uh exploring because like the war like the cities I'm playing it in three D I'm not playing it on 2D right now. Um I did try out two D but I was like well I don't know it looks really good on the Switch so I think I just want to play it in 3D and explore this world because um like the cities are pretty large they and are. there's a lot to look at. I mean, not not really a lot you can do. Like you can actually talk to everybody, but they don't really have a lot to say. It's kind of like your typical NPCs. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. So I like I'm I'm really I'm having fun exploring like the world, and uh, there are some quests that I just gave up on because I was getting frustrated with them. Like, there's, like, one where you have to kill a specific monster that's next to a cactus, and I can't find it for the life of me. I've ch- I've, bu- I've fought so many cactuses, and this one monster I'm supposed to kill is not showing up. So I was like, well, I'm done trying this. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying not to get too obsessed with side quests, because there's God, a there's lot of so them. There's so
2: many of them, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what kept me from doing the Platinum Trophy in that game, and I've decided I'm just basically going to Platinum Games until uh, Cyberpunk comes out, but... It's mm. because there's like a hundred and friggin' forty side quests, and I think you have to do all of them. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, oh my god, like ugh, how many? F- like how many go and kill? And this they're and... usually
1: like fetch quests from yeah. so far mm-hmm. that I have noticed, which are not my favorite. Yeah,
2: <sighs> there's some that are like more intricate, like like there'll be a, a secret dungeon you do, but like most of them are you know not much effort was put into them. It's like oh, bring me five of this item, or you know go yeah. kill five of this thing. So. But, um, yeah, I don't, I always liked Dragon Quest because it's remained very honest to what it's, what it, what it started out as since the beginning. Like Final Fantasy never seems content to just do what it was good at to begin with. It always has to like try something, uh, radically different ever since like, ever since like Final Fantasy seven, it's been, you know, something radically different has happened about the game, the way it's played. And, um, and Dragon Quest just doesn't give a shit about that. Like it's, you know, they're <laughs> like 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 you know, we did this thing, we did it well. And so like I think you'll find that not a lot of not a lot has changed for better or worse. So mm-hmm. while like a lot of these other like JRPGs where they've like fuck Final Fantasy is not even like a turn-based game anymore. You're like just you're just, you know, you know, rapidly pressing X or whatever. The you know, Dragon Quest is kind of there for the people that I feel like that haven't Acquired that taste. Like I personally prefer Dragon Quest over something like Final Fantasy 15, just because I like the sort of peaceful, just sit back and make my de- st- strategically navigate through a battle rather than, you know, the the, the Kingdom Hearts sort of hack and slash. But hmm. but it's ever. I haven't
1: seen a lot of strategy yet. Well, so far I'm like, I push attack.
2: <laughs> maybe when you get to like some of the later boss fights but hmm. it's not a hard game but oh how do you how do you like yeah. how do you like the the puns for the and monster names
1: they're ridiculous <laughs> some of the monsters are really funny looking they're really cute everything is cute i don't know how i feel about killing them it makes me sad <laughs> i'm like um i was trying to think what what were what was the um, oh shoot i forgot his name the, there the, was a Sorry, like the bongo one. I forgot his name, oh, but it was really funny.
2: Well, like there's like the there's the sham hat, hat witch, which is like
1: oh, with the pig it, with the little switches. Yeah,
2: it's the it's the it pig. It's really yeah. cute. It's like it's like a ham sandwich, but hat yeah. ham hat witch. Like I don't know. they really it was
1: really cute. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I I know that um, I, I from watching my girlfriend play Animal Crossing, I was like, this is so much like Dragon Quest. Like everything is a pun or you know, cute. So, I don't know, I love, I love slimes.
1: I really <laughs> wish that jumping was not a thing in this. Like, the jumping animation is awful. And every time it's like, jump up on the roof to get the item, I'm like, oh, God, maybe if I can figure out how to jump up there. Maybe
2: you can get up there. Because,
1: <laughs> like, you just, you don't jump, like, in a satisfying way. You just kind of, like, just go straight up. And it looks so awkward. I'm like, ugh, I think I'll just leave that item up there forever. <laughs> But uh yeah, I really like the story, though. It's really funny. I like the prince because um, there is this part in like the, the Sultan's palace where you have to go meet the prince and it seems like it's going to be something really serious. He's like, come meet me in private. And uh, like, he starts the meeting so serious, like, as you know, I'm supposed to go and do this horse race. And all of a sudden he's like, but I can't ride horses. Please help. <laughs> so he's begging you to help him ride a horse. I was like, oh, it was really funny. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I like the characters a lot. They're they're very, they have very unique st- art styles to them, and they're fun. So I don't and, know. And they have big, we'll pers-
2: they have big personalities too. Other than the main, yeah, guy. yeah, they do. Other than the main guy, yeah.
1: The, uh... I like how Eric is like supposed to be like kind of a snarky ass, but he's actually like a really good person though. Like it's kind of weird how like fast you and Eric bond together as like best friends. <laughs> I didn't, but I like it.
2: I agree with you though. I didn't really take to the, and I'm going to, and uh, I'll post a picture here of, of, of who I'm talking about in our Discord real quick here. But I really, I, I much preferred. So the last big Dragon Quest game that came out on console was eight, because nine was on the DS and 10 was on the Wii, I think. Um, and, uh,
1: so He looks good, and
2: the Dragon Quest Eight Hero is, f- I think, far more interesting and g- nice to look mm-hmm. at than the ten and than, than the eleven Hero.
1: Oh, he's awful! I hate, yeah. I hate the way I look. I look so stupid.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, Eight uh, Hero is who I always think of when I think yeah. of Dragon Quest Heroes,
2: and and I think yeah. Eight is one of the best Dragon Quests. I think it might be the best one. Um, huh. And uh, <clears throat> if you like Dragon Quest Eleven and you want to play another one, Eight is also just. It's so freaking good. I mean, that's that was the game that made me fall in love with Dragon Quest because that was really the first one I played, and I've played pretty much every Dragon Quest game since then. And uh, it'll it'll look oh. like tra- it'll look like trash because it's like you know 15 years old now. But
0: but the character models like hold up well because it's this kind of art style. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, the movement and stuff isn't as fluid, but the designs hold up well.
1: Oh, um, I was actually pleasantly. See- pl- uh if I can speak correctly, pleasantly surprised because when I first started like equipping armor and stuff, nothing about my character changed. I was like, Oh, that's really sad that, you know, you go out and you find armor and equipment and when you equip them, it doesn't change like your actual outfit until later on. I did find some that changed. Like I found a dancer outfit and put it on, um, the healer whose name I can't remember now. Not Veronica's sister. I can't can't remember her name.
2: It's bothering me too. So I'm going to look it up.
1: um, I did put one on her, and it changed her outfit. I was like, "Yes!" I think it's just like specific, um, like leveled upgrades that change the way they look. But I was very happy that that happened because I was like, "Oh, cool!" So now I can actually change my outfits later on because <laughs> I love doing that in RPGs. I hate it when it's like you you equip something and nothing changes about them. It makes me so sad.
2: Her name is Serena. Mm. Serena is, is her name.
1: Okay. And
2: thank you yeah man i i do love the characters and my favorite are rab and jade probably um
1: i haven't met either of them yet
2: okay they, i think they, they i think they show up together and jade is like the definitely like the sexy character in the game but she is she will beat <laughs> she will beat your ass like she is a tough cookie. i like
1: her design i could see her in the intro
2: yeah she's really she's really an attractive character and she will beat your ass. <laughs> like she will not take yeah. shit. And Rab is like that old man, the old man character. And they're always kinda like, you know, kinda nice. but he's not crotchety. So anyway, I'm glad mm. you're enjoying it. You got a long road ahead of you. I think it's it's a pretty I know it's a fairly long game. So
1: I didn't know it was like over a hundred hours. I was like, oh no. It shouldn't be that long. <laughs> it's gonna long. take forever.
2: Okay, maybe not. I we'll think see. It's probably closer to fifty.
1: Hmm.
2: Um, the online it says the story is fifty seven. Oh, okay. And if you want the Platinum, it's 130. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so. No, nah, I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a lot shorter. I'm playing
1: than... on the Switch, too, so I don't really care about trophies.
2: That's a lot shorter than Dragon Quest uh, Seven, which has a story that's, a, like, the main story is 110 and the completion is 260. <laughs> so, hmm. yeah, that's, like, the longest RPG ever. Anyway, but I'm glad you're enjoying it, so that would be yeah. that would be a bummer if you... I'm going through
1: it slowly because I've had a lot of other stuff that I need to do, especially like art stuff. I finally started working on my pumpkin today, so I have a lot to do. We'll see how long it takes me.
2: We were going to buy a pumpkin today, but it's like a blizzard outside. (laughs) Yeah. Like literally it's supposed (laughs) to snow 10 inches and we'll see, but maybe next weekend because that's, you know, Halloween's on Mm -hmm. Saturday. So, All right. Well, anything else, Mandy, before we make sure that we don't leave out Mason?
1: Um... I don't think
0: so. Mason. Playing, I think I'm
1: good.
2: Mason playing these Kingdom Hearts games on the side.
0: Yeah. You know the I feel like the Venn diagram between Mitsugi's hobby addicts and Mandy's hobby addicts always like overlap pretty well and mine are always like <laughs> in uh in orbit doing their own thing. But uh this is the new Kingdom Hearts game that is coming out November 13th. Um, this is a free demo for it. Um, you can play it on Xbox, Switch, and PS4. And it took like two to three minutes to download. So it's a pretty quick uh, in-and-out demo. And uh, I guess a little about me. Um, I am a filthy, degenerate Kingdom Hearts fan. Um, despite all its flaws, it holds a special place in my heart. And for a series that has such a dumb concept behind it, uh, like Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 like are just a joy to play. And I... Uh, like them a lot, and Melody of Memory is a kind of retelling of the events of the quote-unquote Dark Seeker saga, which is just kind of the mainline stuff, and essentially nobody cares about the story. Like, if you're still playing Kingdom Hearts, you are either 100 on board with the story, or you just want to jump in, see your Disney boys and Match X. Like, there's very much two camps in the Kingdom Hearts fandom, in my mind. Um, but this is a... Rhythm game. It's 100% rhythm. Which, oh, okay. if you've ever played Kingdom Hearts, you will get two reactions. You'll think of one.
1: 100% rhythm. Sorry, that made me laugh. It, there is
0: no. There's nothing besides. No
1: fake rhythms. N- no fake
0: rhythms. <laughs> all genuine. 100%. Four uh, four. <laughs> Tempos. Uh, All natural. If you've played Kingdom Hearts before, you're like, oh, shoot, rhythm. I remember Atlantica and Kingdom Hearts 2, which is a world that they repurposed into this (laughs) really bad rhythm, like, minigame. And no one likes it. It is awful. But the other thing you should think of when you think of Kingdom Hearts rhythm is the soundtracks to the series have always been god terror. Um, Yoko Shimomura makes amazing stuff. And despite you know some of the flaws and some of the side story games or m- the more recent installments um the music has always been amazing and it better be for like a rhythm game like same way if uh let's say Shin Megumi Shin Megami or like Persona like made a rhythm game like it works because the music is so good right um and this game comes out of the gate swinging in the demo because there's the very iconic Dearly Beloved song that plays in, like, the title screen of every Kingdom Hearts game. And they always do some kind of, like, tweak or remix to it in each iteration. And this is, like, a lounge jazz version. Uh, and it's so good. The Like, I could just listen to the title screen uh, of this game. Instead of ever playing it because it's that amazing. But the demo itself consists of four songs. Each has three levels of difficulty. Um, you have two songs from Kingdom Hearts itself. You have the Wonderland theme song. And you have the Traverse Town battle theme song. You have a song from Birth by Sleep. And you have a song by, by from the 0.2 Fragmentary Passage game called Wave of Darkness. And I played this demo for about an hour, um, enough to get a A rank on the hardest difficulty for all the songs. Um, half of that time, though, was spent towards like the Wave of Darkness song. Like That alone just took me a long time to get a handle on, because there's no item use in the demo, which I'm assuming are things that you can do to make things easier in the game, but that's not really prevalent here, and... Uh, it's it's a very quick tutorial and it's pretty much three buttons. You have your three protagonists, who are Donald and Goofy, like kind of running down this like uh, pathway, and you don't control them like directionally. You just kind of hit one of three buttons to trigger an attack by one of them. It doesn't matter what you press; it kind of like any of these three buttons can work for all three of them. But there's some like combo presses and kind of pressing buttons in different orders that kind of trigger different moves so it fits honestly very well timing wise with the music it is very satisfying to play Um, as a as a drummer i expect myself to be able to keep a beat and it's one of those things where there's a lot going on screen visually but you can kind of just zone out and listen for a lot of the cues which i think is essential to a rhythm game where you can actually like listen and pass it just by that regards and it is pretty rewarding on hard, harder difficulties where, like, because it's a rhythm game and if you make one mistake, it kind of, like, throws off your entire entire timing and, like, you miss, you miss one note and all of a sudden you're, like, scrambling and, like, it's it's pretty well done in that regard, so... Does it,
2: does it like, trash the song, too? Like, it doesn't uh, play the song properly?
0: Um... You know what I mean? I, I know what you mean, like, Guitar Hero or something where, like, you hear, like, a note strumming out or something. Yeah, um, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I think... I think it plays the music just fine. I think it's more of like you get like... Your character gets hit and they like shout out or you get like, you know, a... There's a sound feedback that would, I guess, interrupt the music. I guess I need to go back and double check that. But um, usually if you're getting beat up on, uh, you feel it emotionally. So I wasn't listening too hard in oh. those segments. <laughs> well, don't but, be too um, hard on
2: yourself now, I mean.
0: No, it, it was... it's It's a very easy game to pick up and play. And I was very skeptical going in. I was like, oh, this is going to be a cash grab. This is going to be a weak fluff game that they're just putting out because it has the Disney, it has the Kingdom Hearts name attached to it. And, you know, that's really all you need in this day and age to have a product be successful with how kind of rabid the fan base is. But nonetheless, I came away enjoying it more than I think I would. I don't know if I would still buy it, but nonetheless, it was a quick little like, I got the feel for it. Um, a couple things I didn't like were, you know, the certain abilities weren't very, like, satisfying to use. And it is a demo, so, like, every couple of songs, it, it puts up a screen that's like, hey, remember, you can pre-order this in the store. Do you want to do that right now? Oh, I and I'm i like, to sell, eh. sell you, for sure. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's the point of a demo, and it's free, and there's really no risk of going into it. I think someone who hasn't played Kingdom Hearts could enjoy it, but they there is no you would have no like ties to any of the characters or you wouldn't know why anything is happening and i'm sure there's going to be cut scenes that like explain the story events but i can't imagine that this is the best way to experience the franchise so i i would say if you're a fan of kingdom hearts in any way definitely check out the demo because it is free and it doesn't take a lot of your time and you know it doesn't hurt but it's not like a strong recommendation to buyer like this would not be the good jumping on point for the series but it was a it was surprisingly fun
2: I just I play Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and honestly the story is just so convoluted that I gave up like I just it's just too hard I mean maybe it maybe there is a way to make sense of it but you know it was just just way too tough and I was like I don't understand what the fuck's going on And, and honestly I'm not that big of a Disney fan so
0: uh, and it's funny cause I'm not a Disney fan in the slightest. And as a kid, when they were like showing commercials of like, Oh, check out this new kingdom hearts game. I was just like, this game looks terrible. This is a waste of time. I don't like Disney. I don't know th- who these final fantasy characters are. Like I, I had no tie to it and I don't even know how it ended up in my house, in my PlayStation two, but it happened. I guess I picked it up one day and it, I just really was endeared with the main characters and, so I don't know. I I know it's not a great game. The story is, as Mitt said, a nightmare. It it starts off innocent enough and just is way too ambitious for its own good. But well,
2: I mean, it doesn't seem to matter. I mean, Kingdom Hearts has a huge fan base, so like clearly people don't give a damn. You know, I mean, yeah, it's not. I guess we're not. I guess people aren't playing it for the story. Or There's I mean, or, or, so or, or, many
0: like I think sections or communities within the Kingdom Hearts fandom. There's a lot of people who love the story a lot of people who just love the disney characters and worlds and exploring them there's a lot of people who just like the really deep mechanics that you can find in them if you're like willing to dig deep into some of the more challenging or like remixed editions of the game so there's a little bit there for everyone and i i don't know just enough about it charms me that i uh, i'm willing to give it a shot all right well when does Cyberpunk come out? November twelfth, seventeenth.
2: Is it actually going to happen?
0: I don't know. Let me let me look it up.
2: Because I'm like, oh, are you really going to ever come out?
0: Would they? I feel like they would have given an update by now if it wasn't going to come out, right? Oh, I don't
2: know. I just know it's been delayed several times, and so and then like it's it's it, this game is in a weird spot because it's like oh there I have friends November, that,
0: go ahead I'm sorry November 19th according to uh, google.com
2: I have friends that like won't buy it when it comes out because it's like oh um, or they won't buy or they won't buy it until they can get a ps5 because they're like I'm not gonna buy this game on ps4 when it comes when it's coming out on the ps5 and
0: well, that's kind of my position
2: you know I mean I don't know I mean I thought you were able to transfer your game from one or the other but maybe that's not true but I don't know. This game better be fucking good. (laughs) It better be good, because we've been waiting forever for this game. So, boy, it looks amazing though. So I don't know, but it's like one of those things, Mason. It's like if you don't buy, if you're not going to get a PS Five day one, by the time that you, by time you get one, nobody will give a damn about the Cyberpunk anymore, and then you're kind of like playing the game after all the hype is gone. I mean, yeah, I feel
0: that as a guy who's still going through Ghost of Tsushima right now. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i'm playing a i'm playing a, an rpg that came out four years ago you know and that's uh, fine you I'm, just I'm,
0: play games when you want and you'll be good i, I, I know
2: i just kind of wanted to be on that on that cutting edge for once you know because like it, it seems like i'm never the guy that's uh in the in the present i'm always playing some game that came out like you know or or grinding out trophies you know
0: and no uh, i get you be nice well, we'll see b- if i can even get a ps5 day one
2: well, there's no way I'm going to get one. Like it's impossible. Like forget it. Like it's not I don't think it's possible to get one unless you have one reserved somewhere. So, I think they're waitlisted for like months. So, you can probably get one on you can probably get one on eBay for like double the re, double the regular price. <laughs> I yeah, I think uh I don't think I'm going to go that route. No, me neither. So, uh all right. Well, I, I don't have much else to talk about. You know, I'm still trying to get through this world of final fantasy platinum and then if i ever get through that i'm gonna move on to uh move on to uh probably that monster boy game so oh yeah the one you bought and talked about last week yeah i just haven't played it yet so yeah but uh it's about it guys anybody have anything else they want to throw in
0: no i got a lot of good stuff for next week though so excited to oh, uh good. keep that in my back pocket all right
1: uh- not really. I did get... I rebought bought Castlevania Donasaurus because after we talked about Castlevania for so much for so <laughs> long, and I rebought it, and I'm excited because I haven't played it in, like, over 10 years, and I remember really loving this game, so I'm excited.
2: All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next time on Hobby Addicts. We'll have more great things to talk about next week, I'm sure. As to what they are, we'll have to find out, but... Um... I know at minimum we'll hear about the conclusion of Hill House from Mandy and, and uh, probably lots of other great stuff. And thanks again for for contributing to the podcast and continuing to enjoy listening to us ramble on about games and whatnot. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a good one.